everyone, and welcome to another episode of Life in the Raw with Troy and Danny. Uh-huh. I'm Troy, and I don't see nothing wrong with a little bit of bump and grind. <laughs> and I'm Danny. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> so in my head, and I was like, mm, where are we going to start with this? No joke. I was like, there's going to be some sort of sex innuendo, innuendo there because oh, absolutely. of the episode. But I was like, I just really wonder what it's going to be. <laughs> of course, because it's the sex episode. Yes. So we're going to give um, Dad here a warning. Anyone really. Trigger warning. Trigger warning. Sex. This is about Definitely sex. not safe for work. Please don't listen at work. Please do not or listen at, at work. Or at least do it with headphones or something. Or do not listen around children of very young ages. Please. And thank you. But I mean, Parental if they're teenagers, advisory. I'm letting you know they're already having sex. So anyway. <laughs> Parental <laughs> advice. Just saying. Um, so yeah, so this is, we're going to go ahead and give you a moment to, to <coughs> end the podcast here. We thank you for listening. We'll catch you on the next episode. Peace out. Girl Scout. <laughs> now that that's over, how are you, sweetheart? I am okay. And we'll just leave it like that. I'm cool. okay. How are you? <laughs> hmm. Can't complain. <laughs> it's way too close. That. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Silence. Oh, go ahead. I can't. go ahead. <laughs> I was gonna say Do I it. can't silence it. <clears throat> it's fine. Well, silence your phone, but um, still silence your phone. But exactly what I said. Huh? She's reading a text. Sorry. <laughs> Is it exactly what I said? No. No. Just. It just means emojis. I didn't need to. It was exactly I what to I said. Come back as early as it did. Because they don't have to stay on board. Oof. <laughs> Oof is right. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> Caught wind. <laughs> Got what it was saying. Cool. Um. Hashtag sorry. I know. Dang it. <laughs> Girl, you missed out. You, you uh, missed out. I'm sorry about that. That's okay, Belle. But I am happy that he doesn't have to right. stay. Right. Um. We missed last week's episode. Life happens. Yeah. We'll share that another time. Mm-hmm. But we're okay. Um, but without talking about that. Mm-hmm. I had this whole rant in my head prepared <laughs> that literally uh-huh. it slipped my mind. I honestly cannot remember what I was going to say. There was something about last week. What happened last week? You went to a Halloween party. I did go to a Halloween party. <laughs> Me and my uh, significant other, we <laughs> we went to a Halloween party dressed as uh, Bert and Ernie. He was Ernie and I was Bert. And I have to say, we looked 
very, very cute. <laughs> it was very, very fun. Mm-hmm. And I love that man. Because <laughs> it's all. That was it. That was it. Like, <laughs> my Halloween is done and over with. My birthday's this saturday oh my gosh you'll be like the crib keeper (laughs) i'm turning 29 my body feels it already oh does it girl it's up there in the (laughs) 60s but i'm turning 29 it's crazy so even though we have to work you can still make that day special for me Don't look around the room. I'm talking <laughs> to you. I'm not talking to anybody else but you. I was like, dang, Skywalker, you better get on it. <laughs> Come on, Skywalker. You better you better oh. get to it. That probably kind of woke him up. Actually, it didn't, surprisingly. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else before. I'm giving you time to do what you need to do, but I'm I need trying. you to. I know. Because I'm, <laughs> I'm running out of material here. Oh. All my material is sex stuff, and we gotta yeah, that's be, fine. We gotta be focused on it. Oh, we do. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, because it's it's, I have some good things prepared. Okay. So I need you to wrap up before. Sorry. You get it? <laughs> Pun oh. wrap up, <laughs> like wearing a condom. I should tell them that story. Lord have mercy. Please share. <laughs> should I? I'm actually okay with it. Yeah. Because I was called a girl boss. And, should I um, Should I share? Everything is fine. Everything is That's fine? That's what this episode is for. Okay. So, <laughs> I'm with, I'm with, I went um, to where my significant other lives and I was spending the weekend with him. I get a text from Danny. And the text, all the text says, hold on, because I'm going to, I'm going to, no, (laughs) yes, no, so, so we're texting, well, we called the night before, and then, um, she was like, oh, you're coming home tomorrow, blah, 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 I didn't talk to her at all, um, all day, and then (laughs) she sent me a text that said, hey, when you get home, dot, dot, (laughs) Want to go, want to go print porn with me? <laughs> and literally, all I s- sent was laughing emojis. And sure, excuse me. Didn't ask any I didn't ask any questions. It's just sure. So when I, of course, I ask questions when we get here, and she tells me what's happening. She took some pictures, some boudoir photos, <laughs> and she um, wanted to print them out. And so I was like, okay. Now I haven't printed from a kiosk. In a long time. Yeah, neither so since twenty sixteen. Right. Mm-hmm. And so we go, we find a Walgreens and we go. Now what I can say is I do remember when you go to those kiosks, you can plug in your phone, mm-hmm. you pick what you want. And it usually you, it, it, it it has the um what's it called? It has a scanner there where you can pay with your card mm-hmm. and then it prints it out in the drawer underneath the computer. Right. So when we get there, she's, of course, nervous because we're at Walgreens and she's printing out boudoir photos. So yeah. she picks the picture she gets and then she clicks to print 
And the next thing that pops up on the screen, well, first off, she clicks the pictures and she's nervous to print. And I'm like, okay, are you sure that it's going to print here and not like behind the front desk? She goes, yeah. She pulls out the drawer. The printer is there. And we see a printer. Now thinking it was a scanner. Now, now realizing, right? And so it was. I we we looked. Whenever she was like, you know, I have to see these right. Right. Now. I was like, well, hold on. You're skipping ahead. Sorry. So we we. <clears throat> see the scanner thinking it's a printer and we're like okay she clicks accept and then the next thing that pops up on the screen is your pickup time (laughs) and i look at the screen and i'm looking at danny and all i see is panic on her face (laughs) because now she can't leave because that means someone has her photos And she's nervous to stay because there are men and women who are currently working there. Right. So w- she's like, I don't know what to do. So we stick stick around Walgreens. We pretend to shop a little bit. <laughs> and so she makes the decision. She's like, you know what? We're going to get the pictures. And so I'm messing with her the whole time. I'm like, look, that guy over there is going to be the one. He's going to. He's going to be the one to, he's going to look at the pictures and he's, you better watch him. He might take him home. Just joking around with her. So we're looking at vitamins. We've been waiting for like 10 minutes Mm -hmm. and an employee walks by and simultaneously she's asking if we needed help with anything. But I kind of purposefully, because I always wanted to do it, I interrupted her and I looked at Danny and I said, hey, you were looking, you needed to get Magnum condoms, right? And this, this young girl. And she had to be in twenty twenty one, early twenties, yeah. and she just starts cracking. The first, her look is horrified shocked. and shocked because she's like, "What the heck is happening?" <laughs> and then she like realizes and she just starts busting out laughing. And so we're all just standing there laughing. And she goes, "Okay, but seriously, do you guys need help with anything?" And Danny goes, "Uh, no, we're, we're just, just waiting for pictures." Photos. And then the next thing happens. She goes, "Oh, I can help you with that." Danny's face red (laughs) and so I'm laughing we're walking over to the photo center and she goes and Danny pays for it and Danny she gets the little card that lets her scan to print the pictures so she takes that to go print the pictures Danny walks towards me and the next she's like I'm nervous she's gonna look and I'm next thing you hear is hey so uh you know we have to look at these right (laughs) And so, so, she, so she looks she's at like, him. You know we have to look at these, right? And Danny's like, yeah, yeah, I got that now. You know, I it's yeah. And she goes, you know, we're me and Danny are laughing just because of the situation. Mm-hmm. But she goes, you know what? I kind of feel like this is actually girl boss of you to be doing this. <laughs> like, I I I respect that. That is so girl boss. And it was just the. It was so funny. I she and I don't get me wrong I definitely understand that new policy they're trying to cut down on like production and distribution of child porn I Mm -hmm. totally understand and respect it and she was like so yeah it'll scan your pictures in the system and print out this little tag if we if it's of obscene or vulgar you know right stuff she was like had you not been covered in those pictures. It would have. It would have flagged, and they wouldn't have been able to print them. Right. But when I tell you, the sheer like, like escape, don't escape. That was. It was hilarious. Was was ridiculous. 
Oh my goodness. Absolutely hilarious. Okay. But what's crazy, sorry, hmm. what's crazy about that is I had printed uh, photos like that before at Walmart, right? And I was not as nervous nervous as I was that time. And don't get me wrong, it might have been because of how I ended up printing like not all boudoir type pictures right but it was like there were some normal pictures yeah in like there. always like like family pictures pictures i was going to put up on my walls right and stuff. so in total it was like a hundred and something pictures mm-hmm. so i think because of the amount of pictures i wasn't as worried because there was because no way was they were going to flip through all, all of them right right now mind you that was in 2016 when i did that now i printed what Four, five, five pictures, three being of that type. Right. Mm. It was. It was. It was definitely. It was so funny. it was very. Um, um. Yeah. So being that this is our sex episode, yeah, we got. I have one news story about sex. Mm-hmm. I have some viewers' questions. Yeah. Um, and I have viewers. some. <laughs> Some viewers. Oh my god, some listener questions. I have some facts about sex and then some funny myths about sex. So the first one I want to do is the news story. News story. It's a new well it's not it's a video that's going viral on TikTok. Uh huh, of course it is. This this story is set in Amsterdam. Okay. So this um, girl, she I, I'm guessing lives with her family, or I, I don't know. But either mm-hmm. way, she goes out with some friends mm-hmm. um, in Amsterdam. And, you know, Amsterdam, they're very loose on all things sex, everything, all things, yeah. uh, everything. So, like, I think the legal drinking age is like 11. Actually, I don't know if that's true, but I wouldn't. But it feels like it would be. I feel like it would be true. Um, But she goes out with her friends to a bar. Mm -hmm. And she's drinking. She's having fun. A big thing that's in Amsterdam are the glory holes. That is true, yes. So for those of you who do not know and live under a rock, a glory hole is literally a hole in a wall where a man will stick his penis in and someone on the other end gives oral sex so she goes i guess she uses the bathroom and she sees a glory hole and a penis goes in and so she is drunk out of her mind but she was like why not so she starts sucking the dick so this particular glory hole has this um a system where it's a wall and it's um you can't see through it. It's like a, a like a window. And you can't see through it. But if she pushes the button and the person who's receiving is pushing a button, then you can. you can see. So she pushes it. That person receiving it is pushing it. And it's her dad. No. <laughs> no. And so I find oh this video. I found gosh. this video because, of course, I'm scrolling through in a random video of a guy FaceTime, like a man FaceTiming his daughter, and it was he was in New York, and she was he was like, 
where are you? And she was like, at home. And she, he was like, where? And he, she goes like, back in England, like at home. He goes, okay, good. I'm in New York and I'm about to go out. I wanted to make sure. And I was like, that is so random. And so then I did more research and found out why that was the thing. Now. Oh my gosh. Right? Now. Hold on. So since watching that video, mm-hmm. it has been debunked as not a true story. So there's there's two ways it's been debunked. One, that is a comedy bit for a comedian that he uses. Mm-hmm. Another way it's debunked is a girl who was like, well, just because it's a comedy bit doesn't mean that it can't be true. Mm-hmm. She did her research and she looked up every... Um, facility in Amsterdam that has glory holes and out of I think I can't remember how many she said had them only one of them was a male and female glory hole and so she called them and asked if they had the glory hole she they said yes she asked if there was any type of window where you can see the recipient like if you push a button you can see it and they were like no so that story has been debunked, but still. Oh my gosh. It, I tell it was, you what, I, I literally was like. When I heard that story. I would know. <laughs> no, just no. Just no. But just, I didn't realize how big of a kink that was. Like glory holes. Yeah, I know, but like, I mean. I mean, I, kinda, I guess I kind of did just because. Yeah. I never did. Okay, never here's the would. thing. I can, I will never participate. You know. It's not my thing. No, no. Well, not just that, because no, <laughs> but um, I will never like you know downplay somebody's oh preferences, yeah. but I don't see the appeal in it. So the appeal typically goes more so for obviously the one receiving, right? And it's more so like I know. <coughs> Glory holes are are bigger with um, in in same sex relationships. Fair, yeah. Um, and it's bigger there because, and it's typically done where the receiver is typically a in the closet straight man, uh, and fair. they Anything. know mm-hmm. or they like to think that a guy is on the other side. Um, but or they don't really have to come to terms with it, right? Because they right. don't see them. Because they don't see them. Um, also that is actually a a big thing too, is anonymous sex, which I kind of, I would, once again, not my thing, but I can see where the appeal comes from that. You don't have to worry about what the person looks like or what it is. You're just going in, having sex and leaving. If you're single, I can see that. I mean, I could see like if you... If that's all, if that's all you were going for, was to itch a scratch, okay, fine. Right, or right. Scratch an itch, however you want to say it. Then I could see it. Right. But like, mm, I don't know. Like outwardly, it just doesn't seem very. Like I said, it's not my thing. I'm no, more into no. I need to know you're clean <laughs> type moves. That used to be a topic of conversation for us. You know, like when we would. Uh, Anytime sex got brought up or anytime a future partner got brought up, it was, yeah, no, they have to go get a physical and prove that they're clean. Right. It's just... Because mm. that's a no from me, Scott. Right. <laughs> right. No. 
Um, there was something else that I had to say. Do you have any kinks? <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> you know, you know, you love me. I knew it was coming. I just wasn't uh-huh. sure when it was coming. And Since we're on the topic of yes. kinks, do you have any? I do. Ooh. Also, let me first preface this though. Kinks are for them. We know us, but mm-hmm. for them, kinks are just, they're not. They're so taboo, the though. Thing, right. They're they not taboo. Be. And I feel like a lot of, I feel like a lot of people think sex in general is very taboo. Mm-hmm. And it's not. It's a natural part of life. Every, not everyone, <laughs> but a lot of people have sex. It is oh. normal to have <laughs> sex. Mm-hmm. Like, literally, what you walk around tomorrow, or when you're listening to this, if you look around, I promise you 95% of the people that you see are having sex. <laughs> Unless you're out of school. <laughs> and maybe the adults are. Then maybe the adults are. Unless you're out of high school. Then you know. it goes from 95 to like 75, maybe 50. Then again, the kids these days. Anyway. But no. That was really random. I saw a... That's a random thing. Anyway. um, Uh Uh-huh. But yes, kinks are normal. And really all it is is just like a preference of things. There's a lot of different kinks out there. Honestly, whatever you're into, it's probably a kink. It probably is. And there's probably like a large group of people who actually... Enjoy the same things you do. Right. There's there definitely is a large group of people that enjoys <laughs> the same things. And yeah. Anyway, do you have any? Uh, I know what I know what it is. You wanna say it at the same time? No. At the same time. Well, cause we both kinda like it. Well then we're definitely not about to mention the same thing. Three letters. No. That's not what I was going to say. Oh, oh the, the one long word. Go the ahead. one long word. Uh, masochist. Ooh, masochist. What's that? I enjoy pain, which is, I won't say, like, I was going to say, like, newly discovered, but it's not newly discovered. It's something that's, like, been a preference for a long time. But, right. um. Yes, I, uh, pain. I don't know, I don't understand why that's a thing, but I do. Just listen to Rihanna's S&M. <laughs> pain. What is it? Cause Chains and, and whips excite me. No, not that kind. No, 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 come on. I didn't say 50 bondage shade. and shit. Fifty that's Shades of Grey. Um. Do you remember that video? <laughs> Anal fisting. Cross it out. <laughs> She's like, you know, while you're at it, go ahead and cross it out. Vaginal fisting. What? Christian needs a fist. <laughs> oh, gosh, no. But yes, that's my... And as we were talking about this, you know, preparing for the episode, I actually feel like Another part is, like, I 
I won't say that I am interested in joining that realm of people. Um, that's just not what I'm looking for. But, like, the best way to describe it is, like, a service submissive. Alright. But I talk a lot of shit. So, so bratty service submissive. submissive. So it, yeah. it's like the best way to describe it. Um, uh, current partner checks all the boxes for that. Um, yeah. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, that's, I wouldn't say it's like an extreme thing, but I, I'm not like having people burn me to feel right like it's just there's definitely with all kinks there's different levels to it and there's always limits and i think the a real important part is whenever you are with your partner expressing any kind of kinks or anything you Mm -hmm. want to introduce into the bedroom it's important communication communication is definitely key with that um Just like talking, explaining with your partner what it is you're into, your limits to it, what you say yes to, what you say no to, um, and and kind of just going from there. I think that's kind of just really important with sex in general. We'll kind of talk a little bit more about that later. But communi- I feel like 95% of sex is communication. Um but yeah, so um, with that being said, I have somewhat, see, for me, it's a little bit different because, mm-hmm. <clears throat> excuse me, um, with um, same sex, there's, you know, positions, <laughs> there's titles to said positions, right? Yeah. there's tops, there's bottoms, there's verse, uh-huh. as you can tell, there's a top. Who is going to be on top? <laughs> there is a bottom. Who will be on the bottom? And there's a verse. Who will do both? Fair. Um, yes. Um, for me, it depends on what position I'm taking. Because I, I guess I'm a verse. <laughs> That's eye twitch. <laughs> um, you know me. I hate yeah. labels. I... That's why. Um, but. There's a little thing called CNC, which is called consent, non-consent. Now, once again, I said there's levels to this. <laughs> there's <Okay>? limits. <laughs> there's limits. I am on tier level one. <laughs> okay. Like a little bit of surprise. Not a lot of surprise. AKA, I communicate. Mm-hmm. And this is typically, I'm typically into it when I'm bottoming, mm-hmm. where... If I say, like, there's a safe word. Obviously. If I say no, that means yes. Keep going <laughs> until I say the safe word. And once I say the safe word, yes. you stop. Yeah. Whatever we're doing. Yeah. Um, Alexa, okay. So there's that. Mm-hmm. Um, now, if I am... See, I, I'm a chameleon because when I'm topping, I'm dominating that shit. Fair, Okay. <laughs> So uh-huh. it just it just depends, um, but there's yeah there's a lot of different kinks out there. 
I I feel like it's fun to explore, not necessarily for you to try out, but definitely explore and learn about them to see, because you might never know that you were into a kink, unless you learn about them. Yeah, like I didn't know that there was like a name for my preference, if you will, until was actually until came across the oddly enough the bdsm community on tiktok Mm -hmm. and they were like spewing out all these names for things and i was like "Uh," like this just seems a little intimidating but then like looking up the words to like understand what they were referencing i was like "Ooh, Ooh. (laughs) (laughs) okay well that's me i guess um but I'm just not, I totally respect their community and what they do between consenting adults. I don't care. But it's just not something I would well, ever, fully... like, yeah, like, be into. Right. Um, mostly because. Like I said, tears, level one. Yeah. I'm, so, I don't know. But um, as for, you said CNC, I have. I haven't been in that kind of situation. But you said... Here's the thing. A lot of people have, and they don't know that they have. If you're ever having sex, Mm -hmm. and you say no, you're saying no, you're saying stop. But your body is definitely saying, like... Your body Mm -hmm. and your mind is definitely like, I really hope that they don't stop. That's CNC. You're consenting to not consent. Well, there's that. But usually that should be a conversation beforehand. No, yes, always. I, I like I, I mentioned when you st- uh, stepped away, communication, yeah. mm-hmm. and definitely talking mm. with your partner about that, and definitely setting up boundaries. And the reason I said that is because me and my current partner have never talked about safe words. It's not something we talk about. Right. I've talked about. Right. Mostly because it's not really needed. Right. Um, but also if I say, and I think, um, not I think, he's really good at determining tone. Right. Like if it's like a hard, no. like, right. hey, or a hard, whoa, 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 you know, like, right. then he's like, okay, what what's wrong? And like, he'll pause and either readjust or we'll talk or whatever the issue is. Right. And that's really right? all, all it is, is C and C is just having a safe word. But. But um, we talked about this the other day. Scheduled or not scheduled? I like both mm-hmm. because non-scheduled can be fun mm-hmm. and invigorating mm-hmm. and new. Mm-hmm. But scheduled sex, top tier, the best sex. I, when uh, the ex and I were together, right, I thought I enjoyed the spontaneous part more because it just kind of happened randomly. But if I'm honest with you, with this current partner, I 
I enjoy knowing that on Thursday. <laughs> right, right. Like this would I'm be. I'm going to get. See, the, th- the thing is, is when it's scheduled and, and the reason why. Once again, we'll talk about this a little bit more too later with some of the questions. But the reason why scheduled sex is typically the top tier sex is because you set a time, you set a date, Mm -hmm. and you both know the expectations. Mm -hmm. And because you know the expectations, it kind of means that there are none. You know what I mean? Right, yeah someone's not going you you know you're going to have sex Mm -hmm. it's not a oh i wonder if they're you know kind of in the mood Mm -hmm. their expectation starts rising while the other person is like yeah no Mm -hmm. but you both go in there you both know what to expect Mm -hmm. as well as you both have that anticipation to look for and to build with here's the thing with schedules so let's say you and your partner say um Oh, if today's Monday, oh, on Thursday, we're going to have sex. That means you have Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and all day Thursday. Four days of literal foreplay. Every kiss, every touch, you're going to look and and increasingly as the days go on, you're going to be like, oh man, we're about to do that. Like, oh, (laughs) like it builds that anticipation for it and it makes it so much more enjoyable because it's scheduled. You know what time you're doing it, you know, so you prepare ahead of time. You make sure the house is clean, whatever you need is clean, chores are done. Mm -hmm. And because you have all those things done by the time you are about to have sex, your mind have nowhere else to go except for having sex and 95% of sex as well as communication well I guess I can't keep saying 95 95 (laughs) I I have to come up with different numbers but a a good portion Mm -hmm. of what sex is a lot of it has to do with the mind a lot of people think it's physical it's Mm -hmm. a lot to do with your mental Mm -hmm. being in it and and I I saw this uh, other podcast um, the other day and she was talking about how um, the most like intimate time for her is when she can be in the presence of her partner and turn her mind turn her mind off, right? And just be present. And right. That was like she said the most really like relieving and the most invigorating feeling was being able to turn her mind off and just enjoy what was going on and enjoy the action. Like she was, she said that's like the best her best feeling if you will in like scheduled right because she was like okay i know that on that day i get to go in and i get to turn my mind off and i get to relax and just enjoy what's What's, going on on and being present in Mm -hmm. that and that's that's kind of really the important part of it Mm -hmm. so yeah sorry but yes in my opinion scheduled is probably the best Mm -hmm. not to say i don't enjoy a spontaneous movement have you ever had sex in public (laughs) no really yes i have (laughs) i'm well aware twice (laughs) and you want to tell the audience where um so (laughs) the first time was 
There was, I don't want to talk about that one. So, <laughs> there was well, one. You said where? That um, it. in a field next to. You know when you were a kid and you used to hang out around those green boxes, and your parents yeah. would be like, "Get away from there!" Yeah. Around those I used green to boxes. Sit on one and it right. used to be in our front yard. Yeah. Right. My so, mom be like, "If you don't get off of that." <laughs> one was by shot. there, and mm-hmm. another one was in a movie theater. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um I know that there's Did some, it spontaneous? I was gonna say I'm pretty sure there's like a level of like excitement. There that goes there that, was, but also there was a I would not do it again. <laughs> um uh-huh. once again, like I said, I'm I'm a Scorpio and Scorpios are known to be sexual beings. Um, in the sense of they're very open to trying new things. Um, so it was new. And it was like, oh, let's try. Did it. Not for me. Fair. Okay. <laughs> Just not what what I'm into. But I did it. Yeah. Knock that off. <laughs> <laughs> um, have I been... Uh, have I been... Oh, in a car. Have you did car sex before? Um, was there an attempt? Yes. Yes. Successful. Did it work out? No. Mostly because I did car sex a few times. That one. Uh huh. Was like, no, someone's gonna see. No, someone's gonna see. That's why you get. It was in the middle of the night. Yeah. Literally parked in our apartment complex. We came back from like some event thing, and yeah, nope. I mean, nobody's having sex in a car. I mean, people are. But, I mean, I, we didn't do it in broad daylight. That's no, stupid. No, it was like in the middle. Literally like in the Actually, middle Actually, no, a couple night. times it was broad daylight. But. <laughs> you were in a van. This was like a. <laughs> like sedan. Like small sedan. Yeah, no, no. I couldn't do it. In, I can see the van, not the sedan. Yeah. But like I. I was like, yeah, this is. This is awesome. This is going to be great. Although I would like to know, I did it before I knew it was illegal to do so. Oh. (laughs) Before you knew it was going to catch some charges for that. I could catch some charges for it. Once I found out that, I was like, "Mm, yeah, nope. Not not doing that again. (laughs) But yeah, I, uh, no, not, not in public. What was the most spontaneous place you've ever done it? Oh, I think I know the answer to this. Oh. I am. <clears throat> was that at somebody's house? It was at somebody's house. Oh. <laughs> Were they home? Yep. Oh. <laughs> We're downstairs watching TV. <clears throat> well, there's that. That's all I'm going to say. Was I um, pleading the fifth on that one. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Um, another time was like on the couch, and it kind of was like already happening at the time. And oh my god, have you ever been caught? Our our roommates came home, <gasps> and we were like already like covered up or whatever, and like it was just happening on yeah. the couch already. And they came home, and they're like, "Hey, what's up? What are you guys doing?" Oof. And how do you respond to that? 
And Ken's like, oh, you know, we're just watching a movie. <laughs> just uh, chilling. <laughs> and I was like, oh my gosh, no. Like, what? And I was petrified, honestly. Because that would that was like the first time we had ever, one, gotten caught. And two, he was still trying to... Do it. Keep going. Yeah. I've never gotten caught. And in my, like, my mind couldn't get over that there were two people sitting... <laughs> Over there. <laughs> Literally. Across from us. I couldn't do it. Um. I just. Mm. Have you ever masturbated? No. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. I just. I have attempted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I. Not for me. No. Why do you think? I don't know. Honestly. I think because I. I overthink without doing anything, so mm-hmm. I just my my brain can't get there. Gotcha. So that's when you said mental, like mental earlier. It, yeah, because yeah. my brain can't get there. I yeah no. Uh-uh. Wow. I don't. You're the first person I've ever met that like uh-uh. never did. That's crazy. I just I don't know. Like I said, you I, never like I even attempted? when you were younger. Yeah. Have I attempted? Yeah, but it just things just yeah, yeah. And now I don't wow. have any privacy to myself. So to be at your yeah, even if I did want to, I wouldn't be able to. I I don't have any privacy. It's crazy. It's crazy. Crazy yeah. girl. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> um. <laughs> But uh, what? Okay, so this is just really random because you s- have you ever caught your partner doing that? And how did you react? Um, I've caught a couple past partners doing it. Mm-hmm. Just joined in. Really? I couldn't. Well, actually, no. So I did join in, but I asked first. Mm-hmm. I was like, hey, what you, oh, I mean, did you want me to join or did you want <laughs> you your, a minute? you need a minute? You're good? Or do you want me to join? Mm-hmm. And both times they were like, yeah, sure. And so I joined. Mm-hmm. But um, I gave them that opportunity because I feel like. In my mind, for me personally, I feel like there's levels to the whole sexual thing in general. I feel like there's masturbation. There's I feel like there's levels, and they all are sex, but there's different levels to it. So there's mm-hmm. masturbation, mm-hmm. then there's um, intimacy, and then there's fucking. Intimacy okay, yeah. slash making love, yeah. and then there's fucking. Mm-hmm. Um I feel like masturbation is something that's more so for the person, Mm -hmm. the individual themselves. So walking into that, because that's something that's for you, I'm going to ask before I join. I'm not going to assume. And I'm also not going to have the mindset of, bitch, you could have told me you were horny. I could have, that it's because for me, the way that I see masturbation is a self-exploration. 
trying okay. something new, seeing if you like new things, mm-hmm. which hand you like better, <laughs> which movements you like better, what speeds you like better. Um, so. I yeah. personally didn't feel that way. Like, it actually bothered me. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't so much... Okay, I don't think it would have bothered me as much had I been satisfied. Does that make sense? Like, So was did you catch them before or after you guys had sex? Before. Before you guys had sex? Yeah. Okay. And it was one of those things like, well, you could have asked me because I was totally down. Gotcha. Type situation. Mm-hmm. And where it seemed more, I don't want to say selfish, but like selfish and that I would literally you could have said jump and I would have said how high like I it would have been no issue anytime just tell me I I don't care mm-hmm. like sure absolutely I'm always down but it was like it wasn't being asked and then it was one of those things like I would be like doing something and like taking care of something and then I would go like try to be around them because well I wanted to be around them and then catch them and I would like it was almost like a parent catching their child doing it mm-hmm. and you're like ah, like ah, and then you like close the door right you, you don't address it but it was one of those things like it after a while after like continuous like catching it I actually started to take it personal well see that's also the thing too for me it's it wasn't continuous now, if it was a continuous thing where it was like, yeah. I noticed that our sex life in general is decreasing, but your yeah. masturbation life is increasing, right. then I feel like we probably should have conversations to make sure that mm-hmm. I am satisfying you right. in general. And so that was a topic of conversation. Like, hey, you know, I noticed that we're not really connecting like that anymore. We're mm-hmm. not really, you know, we're not fucking like we used to. Is there something I need to be doing different? Is there something that you want more of that I'm not doing, you know, type of conversation? And the answers were always the same. No, it's fine. Uh, I don't like it's fine Mm -hmm. with that. Because clearly you're not satisfied if you feel like you need to, you know, go handle it yourself. I don't think that that's true all the time. What? You're not satisfied if you have to handle it yourself. No, I'm saying like... You would rather but do constantly, that instead right. of... You're still talking about the constantly yeah, doing that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it was just like... My reactions were always like... Like I said, ah, and close the door. Mm-hmm. Not physically like, ah, but like, ah, and close the door. Um, and then kind of... I feel like I was waiting in a doctor's office waiting room. Because I was just chilling. Like, get... What Just seemed like, like giving them, yeah, giving them enough time to take care of, yeah. And then I would go, and then I would, like, go have a conversation. And there were some times where he would say, oh, well, why didn't you just come and help me? Mm-hmm. What, what do you mean by help you? Like. Come in. Right, but. Hey, yo, you want some help with that? Slob <laughs> on the knob, like corn no. on the cob. Check in no. with me and uh-uh. do your job. I don't know. It just, for a while, I took it personally. Because I, why do you feel like you need to do that if I'm always 
one, I was always available. I was a stay-at-home wife and mom. Mm-hmm. Like, why do you feel like you need to do that when I'm always also, around and available? I, I, think, I think the thing is to... Masturbation works differently. I I think one I think because you haven't masturbated, you probably don't know this. It's different because masturbation as a teen was more so. There's a couple things I want to say about that, but masturbation as a teen was more so a like secretive stress reliever. You were stressed out, you would do it. Mm-hmm. So it's like with masturbation, the reason why I chose to ask when I caught uh, both my ex-partners is because it was like a, oh, are you, like, in my head, oh, this is a stress reliever. Mm-hmm. Like, you good? Do you need some help? Or is this sexual? Because if it's sexual, then you better say, come over here and help me so I can come <laughs> over and help. You know, like it's it's done more so. I don't know. There's a lot less emotion. There you go. That's what I was trying to say. There's a lot less emotion with Mm -hmm. masturbation um, than anything. It's more so it's less of a itch that needs to scratch than it is like a. It's almost like a like a. I'm trying to think I'm trying to think of an equivalent for you to understand. And I can't think of one. It's like getting a tattoo. <laughs> okay. Right? You're stressed out and you ever have been like, oh, I just need to get a tattoo. Like, I need to feel that. that. Right. And then you get it and then you're good for a little bit. Yeah. It's kind of like that. Uh-huh. Um, gotcha. But I also want to say, fun fact. I watched a video of a sex expert who was asked the question um i a woman asked and was saying she wanted her male partner to be more vocal in bed like she wanted to like hear him more hear him more Mm -hmm. in the bedroom Mm -hmm. and she was like well the thing is if he masturbated as a teen, it's harder for him to do so because he was felt to be ashamed by it. So he had to be quiet. And so he mm-hmm. learned the motion of quote unquote sex is a quiet act. So mm-hmm. it's harder for them to be vocal. And mm-hmm. I say that to say if you are with a partner who is less vocal, nine times out of ten, they masturbated and was made to feel ashamed to masturbate. Right? I thought that was very interesting to learn. X was. Current. Right. Um, It was more so like they had to hide it. So they had to be quiet mm -hmm. when they were doing it. How does that make you feel? What? Vocalizations? Yeah. I love vocalizations. (laughs) I am a big, huge fan of vocalizations. Because. And I don't mean like, ah, ooh. Oh, like, I mean, like, true vocalizations, because it let it's a form of communication and it lets you know Mm -hmm. if you're doing a good job or not. I think that's what has been the the most like. Enjoyable. 
I guess, but like the most um, rewarding, if you will, is from that. Mm-hmm. But also, like, <clears throat> we talked about that. I take a lot of pride in the uh, finishing right. aspect of that. Like, yeah, I did, and. Like, you know, like, it's just <laughs> one of those things, like, I know that it's, I won't share his past, mm-hmm. but, you know, that was a big thing for him, where he, he couldn't. Yeah. And... Like, even talking about it, like, wasn't sure if it was, like, a mental thing or just a connection thing, but it just Some, wasn't... Most of the time, it's a connection and mental thing. Like, he just could Like, he right. could sometimes, but not all the time. Right. And I think we've been seeing each other... For a while now. Yeah. We'll just say that. And I think maybe... I could say there was one interaction where he didn't the first time, but he did the second time. Mm-hmm. Like, but it was, there was a lot going on that day, too. It wasn't like a... You don't have to answer this question if you don't want to. How old were you when you lost your virginity? You don't want to? It's fine if you don't. I can't remember. Like, my age, mm-hmm. can't remember. I know. I think I know who with. If I'm not mistaken. Do you want the one that actually would actually clinically took my virginity? <laughs> I forgot this whole part of that question. Or the one who attempted. <laughs> you do you, boo boo. Could not. <laughs> oh um, my god. Technically. You do you, boo boo. Technically, if we went with the one who. Attempted, but could not, was, like, 19, I think. hmm Right? But I didn't actually, like, clinically, if you will, lose it until I was married. Gotcha. Um, yeah. <laughs> we won't talk about that. See, for me, it's like, I we'll have a... That. It depends on which gender... Which I guess is why I don't remember the age. I remember the people. I just <laughs> I, um, yeah, I, yep. I know it was high school. Oh, but it really killed me because there were some not so great people in high school who assumed that because I had boyfriends that I was putting out. Right. With Large air quotes there. And, um, no, I actually ended up with different boyfriends because I wouldn't put out. And so they would leave or break up with me because I wouldn't put out. I was the biggest prude. Genuinely. Um, but everyone just kept assuming that because I would have a different guy that I was seeing Mm -hmm. automatically meant that I was a hoe or that right. I was sleeping around and um, several like of the guys I had dated in high school had reached out and you know everyone does whenever you post that you're separated but had like reached out and mm-hmm. was like um, oh hey, girl, pretty much what it do pretty much and uh, um 
but they were they they were shocked too to know that I hadn't like right. just because I didn't put out for you didn't mean I put out for him. Right. And we're very shocked that I stayed a virgin clinically until <laughs> I was. What was your thoughts on virginity growing up? For me, it was like so I did know. it at first. Mm-hmm. I was staying a virgin because I had the opportunities to, mm-hmm. but I was staying a virgin for religion. And then somewhere along the lines, mm-hmm. it changed from for religion to just someone that I wouldn't mind saying in the future, oh, I lost my virginity to them. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. And you see how far that got me because <laughs> I don't. I don't necessarily remember these <laughs> these times. Um, I growing up, I <laughs> I used to think that yes, a stiff high five was the best form of intimacy. You were I'm not high fiving you. Why not? Um, was the you know? Yeah, I want to look high five. <laughs> um, was like the closest form of intimacy I was gonna get or give anyone. And I don't really know where that came from, honestly. <laughs> other than, like, being involved in church and, like, that right. kind of thing. And I just thought it just wasn't for me. Like, I didn't want to give that away to someone who, you know, I wasn't going to be with, quote, forever. forever. Um, and so I, I held on to it. But then I started partying. Huh? When I you ho, I know ho no mo. <laughs> um, I started partying and the risks became like higher and higher, and I, mm, yeah, it was gonna be a problem eventually, mm-hmm. or so I thought. Um, but I still was able to, you know, maintain a. Myself. <laughs> Maintain myself. And, uh, um, yeah. All right, so we questions. have some viewers' questions. Mm-hmm. I keep saying viewers. Some listeners' questions. Mm-hmm. Um, but the first one. Mm-hmm. How to be more intimate with my partner. I it think, starts out of the bedroom. Well, I think it's not just... The, I think the first step is find is understanding the difference between sex and intimacy. Yes. Because you can be intimate while having sex, but intimacy on its own is is a different thing, and you have to know. You have to know what your expectations are for intimacy first. Whoa, go check on that. Ooh, be careful. Um, so yeah, so I feel like intimacy is something where you have to kind of know what it is. So there's a lot of different ways to be more intimate. I think it kind of, like Danny said, it starts outside of the bedroom first. Um, It definitely starts with, once again, communication, 
I think it starts with being able to talk to your partner on a very, very real level where you both have the same understanding um, of what intimacy is for you and for your relationship. So that's number one. Um, that way you can, to work on that, you can do, of course, dates. Um, just because, you know, you're older or what have you doesn't mean that you shouldn't be going on dates. You should definitely be setting aside time for your relationship and for dates and being able to, you know, kind of learn your partner because it's very important to make sure that that is a base understanding. You change, a human changes every um, four to five years. So making sure that you're talking with your partner, understanding what's happening in their lives and understanding their feelings, their emotions, um, what they've been going through mentally um, and, you know, through their everyday life is kind of step one with that. Um, so, yeah, so you can start outside of the bedroom with dates. Inside of the bedroom, um, I kind of feel like kind of okay so like a scenario would be going out for a date and then to be intimate you know do the date once again set aside time but when you i always say to try like an intimacy exercise um where i always say that so it starts this way because mm -hmm. it's it's about learning your partner okay. so i always say Start, be, get comfortable wherever you are. Mm -hmm. Make sure your partner has clothes, um, at least underwear on. Everyone has at least underwear. Bra, panties, whatever, boxers, mm -hmm. whatever it is. Right. Make sure you have underwear on. The number one rule of being intimate, keep those underwears on. Mm -hmm. You don't take them off. Right. Okay. I always say it starts with, you can play soft music in the background, like set the mood, play soft music, dim the lights if you would like. I personally recommend to dim the lights, especially doing this exercise for the first few times. Um, this is the part where a lot of people get uncomfortable with, but they have to work through it if it's something that's important to them. Dim the lights, look at your partner face to face, I always say look, make that eye contact. Eye contact is super important, especially into learning your partner. So making eye contact with them and keeping that eye contact. Um, and I say do that for the first few minutes. You might laugh, you might cry, but try your hardest not to break that eye contact. Mm -hmm. If you break the eye contact, remake the eye contact. It's just very simple. Mm -hmm. That's kind of like the first step into it. And then you start with one one of you, whoever's initiating this Act, exercise, if you will. this exercise, who's mm -hmm. ever initiating it, you start with taking their hand mm -hmm. and you place it and you say, I, for instance, you take their hand, you can take a finger and you say, I like to be caressed here. And let's say you like to be caressed at the at your the side of your neck down into your shoulder mm 
and you take their finger and you show them how you like to be caressed and and keep moving their hand to show them how until they are able to do it on their own mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and so then they are sitting there they're caressing you you're making the eye contact they grab your hand and they tell you where they like to be caressed where they like to be touched and so then you do that and then you continue with that and then you go into kind of upping the ante a little bit more um, in different parts of your body learning your partner's body and it's very important when you are first introducing this exercise you let your partner know the rules of it and that is you're not having sex you're being intimate you're learning the person you're learning what they like what they don't like um and kind of just start there you can move from touching into softly kissing if you like to be kissed on your neck tell them you know i like to kiss on the left side of my neck um down towards my collarbone and show them point to where and have them lightly kiss you there once again it's important that you're communicating but also you're not trying to initiate sex so typically for men it's harder because they're taught oh grope I'm going to touch you. I want to touch titties. I want to... D- no. It's it's your learning. That could not be more real. <laughs> right. But it's important to just let them know what, what the exercise is. Once again, if you share what the expectations are, mm-hmm. they're easier to meet. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then you go from kissing, and then you go into holding, and mm-hmm. you go into just learning and enjoying each other's bodies. Mm-hmm. From there, you can just end the exercise, go to bed. Take a cold shower. Take a cold shower. <laughs> or you can then start initiating sex. Um, once again, I think it's very important to communicate the wants and the needs. Mm-hmm. But that's kind of like an exercise that I say to do to be more intimate with your partner. I think everyone should do that. Um, the best time is when someone is being vulnerable. So I remember one of my biggest intimate moments um was when i was in a relationship with a female and she asked me to shave her vagina sounds crazy that is one of the most intimate things you could do for a woman because you're right there up close and personal she was being vulnerable but she learned from talking after that experience, she learned that she could trust me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was, I learned that she was able to put walls down and become vulnerable because she was not a vulnerable person outwardly mm-hmm. towards anybody else. But you can try that. Mm-hmm. Um, taking a shower together where you're washing each other's bodies but once again you're not initiating sex i think the biggest part about working on intimacy is and this is why you can have intimacy you can have sex with intimacy Mm -hmm. but you have to work on intimacy first you have to be able to know the difference between the two yeah i think if honestly my with my current partner i think that's my the biggest like closeness that we have mm-hmm. is from 
just taking a shower. And just being there. Right. And communicating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm and telling like, you, we, if we you t- can communicate. And what's crazy is not just communicating about that topic, but just, in, in, just general. in general. Like when we do get in the shower, we talk about everything. Right. Like anything and everything. But I think it's the being there and like being in each other's face. Not just that, but that I am literally standing in front of you with nothing on. Completely. And being unable to hide myself. Right. Like, And that's the point. And that's the biggest part of it. Mm-hmm. You have to be completely vulnerable. Right. You can't be intimate if you're not willing to be vulnerable with your partner or if your partner is not willing to be vulnerable with you. You, you Intimacy is not going to be a thing. You have to be completely vulnerable. Um, yeah. And it's... It's, it's hard, mm-hmm. but it's definitely worth it in the long run um you can also do it in a very pg way all clothes on and literally at the end of the day before you go to bed put on your pjs sit on the floor crisscross applesauce in front of each other make eye contact and talk about your day but not just what don't talk about what you did talk about your feelings and emotions through that day Mm I woke up and I felt this way. When I went to do this, I started feeling this way. And start talking and sharing your feelings right. and your emotions. It's really the the key part of being intimate is being vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And you have to learn how to be vulnerable to be more intimate with yeah. your partner. Yep. Um, the next question. How do I tell my partner I want to spice things up in the bedroom with and without toys? Um, you ask. <laughs> I was going to say, it, that is a, there's two ways you can do that. There's one of just sitting down and talking about it. There's also maybe initiating it. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I think the best way to introduce it, and I feel like all couples should should be doing this, watch porn. So, one thing, porn never really did anything for me, um, because I am, even when I watch regular movies, I'm always like, I wonder how they did that. Like, You're analytical. I'm analytical. <laughs> so, I'd be like, yo, I wonder how, like, how far was that superhero really harnessed up? Like, was a room full of green screen, or was it just, like, one screen in the background? Their foot is pointed. I wonder if it was really pointed or if they had to edit that in. <laughs> I'm, I'm too analytical. Um, so it's easier for me to, to say that. But I can honestly say I'm not imaginative to be able to... <laughs> I'm, get, a the- get, I'm a theater kid. What can I say? Get joy out of that or get like it's pleasure. N- right. And not saying that you... Not shaming people who no. do whatsoever. <laughs> like, honestly, kudos to you. Um, but watch porn and it's very easy, very simple. Hey, babe, look what video I saw on Twitter. Look what I was, my friend was telling me about this thing that they do. And I looked it up and look what I saw and show them a video of it. Mm -hmm. What do you think about, what are your thoughts about introducing that into the bedroom? 
If it's a toy, show them a picture of the toy. What is your thoughts about introducing this into the bedroom? Mm -hmm. And that goes for men and women. Yeah. It's definitely you need to have a conversation. It's just, it's it's all about communication and once again being vulnerable. Um, if I'm honest, the things that I have that I have a preference for, I didn't bring it up beforehand. Mm -hmm. I just said, can you in the act, right? And that's worked for me. Mm -hmm. But when it is... Some people are visual exactly, learners. Exactly. And I was going to say, but that doesn't work for everybody. Right. It, You know, sometimes you do need right. to either show exactly what it is you're asking for. Right. Because men don't know that they don't they don't know what you're specifically asking for right so it's like if you want if you want to introduce a dildo into the room a vibrator um i think it's it's show them what vibrator you're interested in and say hey babe you see this i think i want to kind of introduce this into the bedroom mm -hmm. um a lot of men think introducing toys means that they are unsatisfactory that is false mm -hmm. a toy is i promise you once men actually realize this toys are will be your best friend because you do not have to do as much work <laughs> i kid you not fair okay um so let's say you want to introduce the vibrator this is a vibrator that i was looking at mm -hmm. um Honestly, the more the less it looks like a penis, the more likely the men will be okay with it. Just to be completely honest. So Fair, if you yeah. want to introduce like yeah. a, a penis-looking replica of some <laughs> porn star, please do not do that, unless you're a pro at this, because they're gonna say no. Um, yeah. But if it's just like a little pink dip, start small. <laughs> Show them what it is. Yeah. Tell them how you would want to use it. Right. So say what the and, point and, is and, and say yeah. so I want I like the feeling of you inside of me, but I would like this part of me to get a little bit more pleasure. So I, I like the feeling of you inside of me, but I want my clitoris to get a little bit more pleasure. So you can use this vibrator to kind of do that as well. Mm -hmm. um, and I would like you to do it like this way, mm -hmm. you know, and, and kind of gauge where they are with that. If they're completely shutting it down, I don't think you should shut down the idea. I think you should take a step back and kind of just refigure out how to recommunicate with them to best understand right. that it's not them. And I think that's important too. Let them know yeah, it's not they them. Have their, for some, they have to get over their pride. Right. They, they think that they're less than because right. of it. And then I think it's also important with when you are introducing specifically toys or even new acts, well, not necessarily the acts, like different positions and things, mm -hmm. more so toys. Don't use them every time. Don't rely on toys. Right. Yeah. Um, just use it as a... Are using it as spicing it up. Right. Okay. So then use it as an enhancer. Not Don't a, use it as a constant. You, yeah. um, positions are a lot easier because men typically... Are more okay with trying new positions, mm -hmm. just being, just making also sure you let them know. Unless new, it's new pegging. pleasure out. Mm, not that. <laughs> pegging is a little bit harder. Oh. Pegging is 
pleasuring the man from his buttock. Because men do have, their prostates are acting like a female's G-spot. Right. So. And you can get through the prostates through their butt. Yes. Or their taint. Sorry. Or their taint. Fun fact. Oh, man. Any more advice on that? Nope. Okay. (laughs) Ooh, why can't I stay hard for my partner even though I'm physically attracted to her? Hmm. I think that kind of goes back to... That goes back to a couple things. Hmm. It's a few... That that one's a loaded question because there's a few things that can be happening. One, alcohol. Oh yeah. If you guys are drinking beforehand, mm-hmm. that can hinder mm-hmm. it hinders your blood flow. Mm-hmm. Um, alcohol thins your blood. Um, your penis relies on heavy blood flow to the penis. So if it's thin, it's mm-hmm. not heavy blood flow. Um, so also, drugs can do the same thing. So mm-hmm. it just depends on that if you're intoxicated or not. Uh, number two, I would think the big part is mental. Mm-hmm. Um, Let's say that first time you tried it, you were under the influence. That now, because you're a man, it fucks up your pride. So the next time you go for it, you're so worried about it happening that it happens. Get out of your head. Mm-hmm. Um, and then number three would be, you might need a little extra help. If you're getting up there in age, if you're overweight, have high blood pressure, um any kind of heart issues, those things can, or, or low testosterone, those things can um, hinder your sexual performance. So you might need a little pill, not necessarily Viagra. You can do Cialis or also known as Sidenafil, um, which is a cheaper option. Mm-hmm. But um, you could try that. I was definitely gonna say, but a mentally. lot of, but a lot of it, honestly, before, and I say that one last because nine times out of ten, it's a mental thing. Yeah, I, I think. But it also can also be you're not intimate with your partner as well. Right. You feel less connected to them. Um, yeah, I definitely feel like, in my experiences, it's been mental. Right. Like it's just been we're not there yet like we're not we're not right you know did you guys are you doing it right after an argument are you doing it out of just habit are you doing the same positions over and over again right change it up Mm -hmm. there's a lot of things that can go into into that uh, kind of getting and keeping an erection Mm -hmm. and there's plenty of things out there to fix it absolutely but I think me personally, before you go towards medicine, just because it can be kind of dangerous, um, go towards more so making sure you're not intoxicated and kind of making sure your mental yeah. is, is good too. Because yeah. depression severely affects that as well. Anxiety, mm-hmm. performance anxiety. Um, but yeah, in intimacy. So work at those. And then if those aren't an issue, then look into a little extra help. Do not do that over the counter shit. Cause all you're going to do is cause yourself to have to go to the hospital. Cause you have an extremely 
high heart rate, I'm probably having a heart attack. <laughs> so yes, if it's over the counter. Those caffeine pills they give you at the sex shop, don't do don't it. Don't do it. Because <laughs> that's all they are. That's all, that's all it is. Um, ooh. Mm-hmm. Why can't I have an orgasm? Have you had an orgasm? Yes. Okay. I have. That's also that's. I'll, I'll get to that in a little bit. Why can't you have an orgasm? Same with the last question. Something's missing. Something's missing. Everybody can. Ha- everybody has the ability right. to have an orgasm. I think an important part of that is making sure your needs are met. A lot of mm-hmm. uh, the biggest thing I would say is mentally. It's mm-hmm. a mental thing. Once again, you have to be present. You have to be knowing of what's happening. Um, you have to allow it to happen. You can't harper. You can't go into it going, "I want to have an orgasm. I want to have," because then you're probably <laughs> nine times out of ten you're, you're probably your you're own. blocking your own <laughs> blessing, baby. You're blocking your own blessing. Um, but I did want to say yes, men can have orgasms. It's one of my favorite topics to talk about with <laughs> sex. Men can have orgasms. It is not ejaculation. And ejaculation and orgasms is two different things. Mm-hmm. When a man ejaculates, he thinks it's over. No, 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 no. Keep going. Mm-hmm. Keep going. Um, because that, the after effects of that is the orgasm, not just ejaculation. Men are stupid <laughs> for thinking just ejaculation is, oh, I got my nut. I finished. I finished. That's it. That's it. No, you got to keep going. So, people with male partners or partners with penises, let's say you're giving them oral they ejaculate even you know that moment where they're like all right stop and you keep going they're they start twitching and jerking and like trying to push you off if you keep going they they're they will have an orgasm and it's it looks the same as a female's it's not as intense as a female's they hold the record of a most intense orgasm. It's not intent as intense sometimes, um, but it's just, it works the same way. Anything you want to add? You gotta add something to that. Have you ever gave a partner an orgasm? Today. Ooh, tea. We've had this conversation before, right? Yes. And um, I started doing... Hold on. I want to say something about that. Because we had this conversation before. Mm-hmm. And even though you believed that it could happen, I always felt like you still doubted me that it could happen. Yes. Well, mostly because I, if it was, it wasn't obvious. Right. If that makes sense. So I wasn't sure if that's what I was but witnessing. But it was obvious. Right? So I wasn't sure if that's what I was witnessing. Mm-hmm. Um. Or, I guess, causing 
if you will. But it, I started doing this thing whenever they were finished, right? Started moving in a way that they... <clears throat> They're still inside you? Yeah, like I... like. It's all in the head. Tip of the penis. That's where it's all at. Keep going. I, like, intentionally, like, arch or position myself uh-huh. where the thought process to, like, move or, like, say that we're finished mm-hmm. doesn't happen. Like, or I will, like, move myself so that it can't happen. Mm-hmm. And it has triggered the, like response to keep going mm-hmm. until it was a little too sensitive type mm-hmm. situation and then when it when it caused a pause like a this is too sensitive pause then i would do it again like yeah move. Th- that's right when they say oh my gosh stop like it's yeah. too sensitive yeah. that is the key to keep going right so then yeah. When whenever you hear your partner say, "Ah, oh, stop! It's too sensitive," I promise you that's that's the sign of keep going. That's why I personally think having a safe word is in place. Because if they ain't saying the safe word, you keep doing it. But I, and and I promise I you, a man a man will have an orgasm once, and now that they know what that is, oh, they're gonna keep winning it. So this has happened even before today you just said the last time so mm-hmm. well that was today but you know like the it's happened a few times since our conversation mm-hmm. about it and um it because i know what i'm doing like when it's happening right i kind of like i won't say let out a giggle but like <laughs> yeah like sound and um like today he was looking at me he's like what i was like nothing like because i i know but but to them they're like what the fuck was right because a lot honestly a lot of men don't know that they can have orgasms they think them ejaculating is is it for them but there is so much pleasure afterwards ejaculation is a body's response to reproduce it's not it's because because women ejaculate all the time not talking about squirting but they ejaculate all the time where their bodies are constantly secreting fluids during sex mm-hmm. typically um so that with them always doing that it's normal for them for men they it's like oh we're done and it's not no but it it just like and he was like why are you why are you i'm sorry really quick i'm sorry if you keep hearing the mics my lower back is in severe pain and i'm trying to like stretch it out and like get comfortable but it hurts like a bitch sorry keep going i would say you're wiggling a lot yeah it's my but yeah it just once we had that conversation, I was like, "Bet." bet. <laughs> I'm right. telling you, every person who has a, a partner with a penis out there, next time, get your man to have an orgasm. 
the best way to do it is either number two oral sex or number one you being on top if you position yourself on top you can do it fair anyway but yeah i uh, am this is the last one of the last questions got we'll do the last question Mm -hmm. how do i know if i'm ready for a threesome with my husband oh I'm be honest with you. If you're asking that question, you're not ready. You're not ready. <laughs> um, okay, from experience. Okay. You had a threesome. No. Oh. Um, it was the topic of mm-hmm. conversation type situation. Mm-hmm. Um, so the topic came up, and I agreed. Right. Cool. No big deal. But it came with the agreement that we would both kind of go through. The process the of process finding of who would, would be do a fit it, right. or who would make us the most comfortable, if you will. Right. Um, and let me tell you, that brings up a whole lot of stuff that you, right. it has to be worked through. Right. Um, one, two, I feel like in that realm going to look for a third person will never end up in an actual threesome. Right. Um, I feel like that is something that either you... And there are clubs out there for that. Swingers clubs type stuff. Right. right? There are clubs that you can participate in as members and fulfill that urge or fantasy, if you Mm -hmm. will. They test all their people. There's, you know, they have to go through all these, like, the hoops, if you will, to even join the club. Right. If you and your husband ever become on the same page as that, that would probably be your best bet. Right. We, unfortunately, did not make it to that point because it became a one person solely looking and disregarding the other person's feelings. Right. What well, and that's why I think one of the biggest keys, like I said, if you're asking the question, you're, you're not, not ready. ready. But one of the biggest keys is, I've said it all up episode communication. Mm-hmm. You have to be confident in your relationship. Right. You have to be secured in your relationship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You have to realize that up until the point of introducing a threesome, it's just been you and your partner. Hopefully, mm-hmm. um, you're are about to share that intimate safe space that Mm -hmm. action with someone else this is why i'm not down for them because i am selfish as fuck and (laughs) what's mine is mine Mm -hmm. i don't want to see my partner with someone else i don't want to see my partner being intimate with someone else so i am not and probably will never be ready also, never say never, but right. I, that's it's not, in, not that's not in the cards. Are, it's yeah. not. Mm-hmm. Um, but I definitely definitely think that is a big part. You have to realize you're about to share, right? And you have to be okay with that, and all that ensues because mm-hmm. it definitely. I've I've heard a lot of married couples ending up getting divorces because. They have a threesome with whoever, 
and whoever they're having a threesome with is able to pleasure their person their partner like they can't right you know um and oh you never did that with me you never did that with me oh you had an orgasm for the first time you've never had an orgasm like that with me me. you never squirted with me (laughs) but you you see what i'm saying (laughs) it's it's like you have to it it caused a lot of i can but yeah if you you, have to be secured with that but also it's who i won't say whose idea is it is it you guys have mutually said that you want to right or is this kind of oh i this fantasy kind of came up and right and if that's the case and i'm not i'm not trying to be funny but if that's the case maybe introduce toys first right maybe see how that works right and if that fulfills the urge that you're looking for then you don't need to and if it doesn't right then maybe there's something else lacking in the uh before going to that right yeah before you but but i so let's say all of that checks out you've you've you're feel secured Mm -hmm. you thought about it and you're okay with seeing that Mm -hmm. the best part is introducing it by asking how the other person would feel Mm -hmm. listening to their reaction because a lot of people will say yes and not mean it yeah a lot of people will go, oh, if you want to, that is not a yes. Yeah, that's not a yes. That, I, I feel like you need to introduce it. You should be thinking about it for at the least three months before even making a decision mm-hmm. if you're going to be doing it or not. Yeah. Um, I definitely think it's a process to go through. But once you go through it, you introduce. The only key thing that I can say, do not do it with anybody close to you. In the same social circle. Don't do it in the same social. Honestly, don't even do it in the same town. You know, Jeffree Star, Mm -hmm. he had his ex-partner, Nate. Um, Nate was straight. Mm -hmm. Jeffree is gay. Um, And, but they were in a a long-term relationship. Mm -hmm. Um, And a big part of that, of their sexual relationships to fulfill that is um they had a lot of communication they had partners introduced into their relationship and they both were secured in that and knowing what the other person wanted but one of the things that he that jeffrey said in an interview was that they never they lived in la at the time they never hooked up with anybody in la Right. They only hooked up. They never hooked up with anybody like in their home. Mm-hmm. They only hooked up when they were going on vacations. So like mm-hmm. if they went on a vacation to Fiji, they would invite the person and fly them out to Fiji. And that's where they would have their rendezvous at. Mm-hmm. So they never brought that person into their shared space. Shared space. So that's also something if you get to that point, you're you are looking for someone you found someone that's not in a social circle circle that's not a friend Mm -hmm. honestly out of town someone completely a stranger to the both of you Mm -hmm. um that's why i referenced the clubs right or that yeah that right those groups because do it do it in a not shared space Mm -hmm. do it when traveling see if you can fly a third person out um and do it there um 
you can also do dating sites. That's a little bit more mm, just because you want to make sure that they are clean. You don't want to introduce things into your relationship. You're so, right. mm-hmm. um, so yeah. Yeah. So there's that. That's those are good questions, right? Um, hold on, I have to sneeze. Cows in a field. Thank <laughs> you. Bless you. Bless me. <laughs> All right, so now we're going to share into, now we're going to share some people's ridiculous myths that they thought about sex before learning the truth. Oh, okay. Do you have any myths that you thought? No. The only thing that pops through my head is that scene from Mean Girls. You will get chlamydia and die. (laughs) No, other no, I didn't. Um, someone said sex was getting. They thought sex was getting naked in bed and rolling around in the sheets, not with anybody, just rolling around in the sheets. Oh, wow! I have sex every day then. Someone thought penises inflated like balloons. <laughs> in my mind, I'm like, well, if you blow on it, right? I guess. <laughs> I mean, um. Someone said that since they only had one sibling, they thought their parents only had sex two times. <laughs> Someone, this is, oh, this might, might you might have posted this. Wow. Okay. Someone said, I thought kissing on the lips made babies. No, I never thought that. I would have had a lot of siblings if I believed that. Someone said, whichever parent tried harder would determine the gender of the baby. <laughs> Oh, you had a boy? Mm. He tried he harder. Tried harder. <laughs> um, someone said, oh. Hold on, it's letting. Oh, that's too funny. Um, Someone said, sex lasts all night. Like you go into the bed and then it is happening until sunrise. Sometimes. I mean, I guess it depends on your partner. <laughs> guy said masturbation was playing with yourself so i just sort of jumbled myself around with my hands i just the thought of someone just (laughs) just (laughs) jumbling themselves sex was taking your shirt off and lying in bed with your significant other and flexing your muscles right Mm -hmm. about that (laughs) Someone said they thought a blowjob was literal. Like they blew into it like a kazoo. Ew. Ew. Someone said. No. I thought gay people had sex by bumping their butts together. That would be. Um. Mm-hmm. um someone. A lot of people I think think this. Uh, you will go blind by masturbating. I think that was a huge thing. Oh, someone said losing your virginity meant your penis fell off your body. Oof. I mean, it depends <gasps> on who you lost your virginity to and what they had. Facts. <laughs> someone says sex in, sex in the vagina would result in a girl, but the bum would be a boy. <laughs> oh, no. Someone said I thought girls had nothing there and that for them to pee, a penis would come out of their butt. 
That's insane. To think that you thought that. <laughs> Someone said they thought sex education class would be like sex training class, where they'd be beds in the classroom. Oh no. I could not imagine that, honestly. Oh no. Someone said that they thought sperm starts flowing continuously like pee. I guess that also depends on your <laughs> and how long it had been. <laughs> the way this is worded, I never knew the penis went in the vagina. I thought sex was done hot dog style. <laughs> what? Ew. <laughs> Um, I thought masturbating counted as sex, so if you did it under the age of 18, it was illegal and the police would come after you. Oh no, someone just told you that to keep you from touching yourself. <laughs> right, someone thought homosexual meant you like to have sex at home. <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> oh, oh my no. gosh. Someone said when a girl got eaten out, it meant they had to put food in her vagina. Ew. That would cause so many infections. Ew. Oh, that's disturbing. Someone said, in order to get pregnant, the girl's nipples and the guy's nipples had to touch at once. Not the nipples. Oh, that's funny. Someone thought twins was the result of having sex with the pregnant women. Sometimes. Irish twins. Someone thought semen was sprayed in a cloud around a woman because that's the way fish did it. The fact that you knew how fish got pregnant before women. We got problems. Um. Oh my goodness. Right. That's insane. I'm going to do one more. Mm -hmm. uh, someone thought heavy petting was petting someone you would be... Someone like you would a pet, only pressing down harder. Someone thought a lesbian was from Lebanon. Oh, no. Someone thought oral was when you fuck someone in the ear. Oh, no, I'm just as shocked <laughs> as you are in there. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> no. Um. Okay, so the next thing I have, the last thing I have... Mm -hmm. Oh, mm. I was going to do the facts, but I don't want to do the facts. Okay. One last thing. What? I do uh, have some Reddit stuff. Go ahead. One last thing. Okay, so while she is gone, I am going to do some facts. Life in the raw for you. Um, so, some quick little facts. Sex can increase your immunity to pain. Um, having sex can help trigger your creativity. They say if you want an orgasm, leave your socks on. If you ever bought your partner lingerie or like to play dress up, you might want to reconsider whether it's actually the best thing. Research done at the University of 
Gronigan suggests that if you want to increase your chances of having an orgasm, you might just want to keep your socks on during sex. Their theory is that in order to have an orgasm, you need to be totally relaxed and anxiety-free, and cold feet could interfere with the ability to really get into the moment, according to psychologists. And Arthur Fran Walfish, PhD. Cold feet distract you from having an orgasm? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I have a confession and an am I the asshole. Um, confession, I feel uncomfortable touching myself after being cheated on. Oh. Am I the asshole for masturbating in bed next to my wife? Oh. Second one first. Yesterday morning I woke up. She was already awake and beginning to get out of bed. I was enjoying my day off from work and massaging myself slowly. My wife asked what I'm doing sarcastically. I told her to come back to bed. She said she's already up, so I roll over and continue to browse my phone and start touching myself again. She browse. No, she tells me to stop after a moment. I ask why I can't touch myself and you don't want to come lay down with me. No, she said, "Why?" I asked why I can't touch myself. And I said, you don't want to come down, uh, come lay down with me. She says she doesn't know. It just bothers her. Masturbation should be a private thing. Mad the asshole for thinking I should be comfortable masturbating around my wife. We have plenty of sex, too, usually at night. I don't mind her being awake before me, and it's her choice if she wasn't in the mood for morning sex. That's why I take care of my needs myself. No, just communicate that. I was going to say, no, but also if she said it's bothering her, then maybe wait until she leaves the room. Right. Not continue <laughs> with her being right there. Right. Clearly uncomfortable. Facts. A confession. I feel uncomfortable touching myself after being cheated on. My ex was a narcissist. What the hell? <laughs> and while telling me he wanted to marry me for a year, and that's what he's waiting for me patiently when I was horribly hurt because of his nonsense and his abuse. He told me proudly that he slept with some girls, that they don't matter, and he thought I'd have done the same already. He made a tattoo of our reference and touched other people with that body, and ever since every time I want to touch myself, I get his thoughts, what he did to others, and how he touched them. And if he got pleasure. Well, of course he did. Aww. I can understand that. Yeah. I can understand it, but also... Mm. That might be something she has to... Someone, Someone said, honestly, as annoying as it is, maybe you should take a break from masturbation until you've seen a therapist right, and heal some more. Maybe she needs to see someone. Yeah. That seems like that's... Yeah. Aw. Yeah. But then again, I think it's also a thing of... I mean, I think you should take a break, but I think because it might be so new mm-hmm. that when you are in that moment, you're still thinking of him. So until you're not thinking of your ex, I think you should yeah. probably not be doing it. Yeah. Have you ever had a... We, we went to Sheets sometime last week or something. Mm-hmm. And um, 
I told you how for this episode I was getting like partner review, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I guess that could be like two ways, like one humbling and two fills your head up a little uh-huh. too big. But um, have you ever had someone tell you that it wasn't good or that they weren't satisfied? No, um, sorry. Let, let me, without being spiteful, like they were just saying it to get to you. Have I had them do it? Because they were trying to get to me, because they weren't. They were uh, just trying. They were to just like letting. Yeah, like hey, things need work. Wasn't. Um. Oddly enough, this is why I think I was meant to be gay. <laughs> With men, no. With women, yes. I think the girl I lost my virginity to. No, the girl after I lost. The girl after the girl that I lost my virginity to. Mm-hmm. My girl virginity to. <laughs> the vagina virginity. Um, what the heck? I have two. So. <laughs> um, the girl after my second time having the girl, my second time having sex with the girl. Yes. She was like, eh, it could be better. But see, I'm different. Because I w- I'm intri- I'm intrigued. How so? What I'm I'm down for the com- I'm down right. to yeah. have no, that absolutely. conversation absolutely. at all times. Mm-hmm. Like my <laughs> thing is, if we because at the time I was in a relationship with her, um, so it was a short relationship, but I was in a relationship with her, and so at the time, um, I I'm always the type of person in my head, you know sex is going to be a part of the relationship so if we are going to try to go for the long run Mm -hmm. then i want to know so that i could be able to pleasure you for the long run Mm -hmm. so i've always had that thought in in my mind so to me it's i'm always pen and wait let me get a pen and note back all right so what is it that i could change what is it that i could do do um so the first one it was my vagina virginity so of course that was i'm pretty sure that was horrible (laughs) I'm just saying. Um, so I'm just like, oh, there's trash. no penis here. I don't know what to do. <laughs> so that one was probably trash. <laughs> the second one, though, I kind of appreciate her doing that because my third and final one had no complaints. Fair. Fair. So, so. first one, penetration-wise, doesn't really count. But the men, I never had a, I never had a complaint. With the man. First one, like penetration doesn't count. Um, so obviously I can't really rate his mm-hmm. action, if you will, or the the experience. Second one, obviously, was second one was like we'll say seventy five percent great. Right, mm-hmm. 75-80% great mm-hmm. and I'm I'm a person who if I like like you said if I'm doing something that you think I should be doing better then please tell me right please tell me right um but I was also that same way like hey I prefer it this way or that way and if my 
needs aren't being listened to, then right. we have a Well, problem. I, I think that... I'll right. talk about that when you're done. Right. But so. um, that one, I'd say like 80% great all the time. Um, And then... I think with this current partner, ding ding ding, we have a winner. <laughs> this current partner um, is the one I asked for First. the for the oh like, for the review. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. And Don't go anyway, he was like, um, I was like a scale of one to ten, right? Mm-hmm. And he said eleven, and I was like, oh, okay. So then tell me. Like, what you mean by that? Like, like, right. Okay, so you're rating it higher than the scale I gave you, so what is it? And he was like, honestly, it's the, like, what did he say? Like, the, he said everything, but it was like, my wanting to try, like, new stuff or that I am into the things that I'm into and that like fits you know what he gets joy out of if you will Mm -hmm. um and also the same thing like you're telling me all of this but is there anything that you wish I would do differently or is there something I could do differently and he literally said no I have absolutely no complaints right there's no complaints now previous it was, you know, like, um, trying, trying new things, right? But the new things weren't really new things. They were just the same things in a different direction. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't, you know, like, I don't know. I can't say I have more fun, if you will, with the, the current partner and the fact that I can laugh without it causing a problem right whereas before i i couldn't do that right. laughing caused an yeah. issue but it was i don't know i think too like humbling and inflating my head right so what i was gonna say was i think it's it's and asking for critiques there's you, there's a certain way to do it. One, you have to be prepared to listen to your critiques, right. mm-hmm. but also you need to know how to deliver your critiques mm-hmm. as well. That's true. Um, so it's always a, a the easiest way to do it is say, oh, well, let's try it this way, mm-hmm. or, or let's try to do it this way. So that's the easiest way. Or if you are blunt and upfront like I am, um, just say, hey, next time do it this or do it mm-hmm. this um like it was great don't get me wrong but it's it, it can we can do better right yeah. always achieve to do better mm-hmm. um m- but i think an important part in a relationship is making sure you don't have boring monotonous sex mm-hmm. so making sure you are communicating with your partner your mm-hmm. wants and your needs things that you want to spice up venture into that with your partner and if honestly if they're not open to it communicating how important it is for you in order for them to be open with it and sometimes you kind of have to be blunt and upfront listen i've been trying to let you know that you know things weren't 
as I am hoping to be that they are mm-hmm. um, th- it's nothing wrong with you like I'm physically attracted to you physically emotionally mentally it's just I want more from it mm-hmm. so I think my approach to it was wrong so how about together we find different things that we can do to spice things up yeah and if that partner loves you they will be open and willing to try something new mm-hmm. nine times out of ten that partner is probably trying to figure out a way to try something new too sorry Ooh, good um, yeah but i mm, yeah mm-hmm. but yeah sex is fun it should be it should be fun it shouldn't feel like a chore and it shouldn't feel like a job you should want to have sex in my personal opinion at least once a week if not once a week once every other week if you're not having sex at least two times a month I kind of feel like there's things you should probably work on. <laughs> yeah. Like you should truly, and I'm being honest, you should truly and want to be intimate and and sexual with your partner at least two times a month. At the least. Mm-hmm. Now every day, that sounds, that, I, can't, I was never down with that every day. But at least two times a week. I mean, two times a month. <laughs> uh, and if you if you are listening and you are not at that point, look for things on how to spice it up, so that it is at the two times a month. Watch your relationship is it's going to be totally different. If you had sex, good sex, at least your relationship would change immensely. I think that also comes with the connection in having it. Absolutely. Yeah. And in those two times, you can do one spontaneous and one scheduled. (laughs) Honestly, I would say do both scheduled. Scheduled? I'm telling you. I am telling you. 10 out of 10. If you talk to your partner, I want everyone to do that. Talk to your partner and schedule a date to have sex. And watch how much fun that would be. And I would say schedule it on a day where the next day you don't have to go to work. Because you don't want to have to think about the next day either. Mm -hmm. So schedule it. Let's say, oh, you both are off on Thursdays and Friday. Don't plan anything for Friday. Mm -hmm. But Thursday night, you plan to have sex. Watch your... Watch. It'll be Mm -hmm. bomb-ass sex. I... I can say that because I am a brat, right? Uh-huh. Me picking with my partner up until the day that we planned to mess around. It's a type of foreplay. Literally, one, it, I get enjoyment out of it, and two, it pisses him off enough that, not pisses him off, but you know what I mean? Like the masochist Yeah, like, thing. it brings out the, like... Just wait till you get here. Like, right. literally, type situation. Right. Um, and yeah. Scheduled. 10 out of 10. I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. Your next sex session, schedule it. 10 out of 10. Highly recommend. I, um. Do you have a quote? I do. 
Hmm. How do you not have a quote? That is your thing. It is my thing. I guess this was like my episode. I've been screaming about yeah. this episode for a long time. Um, I'll say there's been a lot going on, so I don't have. Um. She doesn't trust words anymore. She, twer- she Words are fleeting. She trusts actions. Actions come from the soul. They prove intention more than words do. Ooh, this is a good quote, too. Mm -hmm. If you don't laugh during sex at least once, you're having sex with the wrong person. Facts. Anyway. Can you screenshot that for me? Hold on, I'm screenshotting. Sorry, it's taking me forever. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, Thanks. All right, so with that being said, we want to thank you guys for listening to this episode of Life in the Raw with Troy and Danny. You made it this far, Dad. I'm sorry. Facts. (laughs) (laughs) Um, If you like, please follow us on our social media accounts. We have an Instagram and TikTok. You can find us at... Life in the Raw TD. That is Life in the Raw, the letter T and the letter D on Instagram and TikTok. You can also shoot us an email, ask us any questions, comments, concerns, story times, um, anything. Um, our email address is Life in the Raw TD at gmail.com. That is Life in the Raw, the letter T and the letter D at gmail.com. Guess what? You can also follow our Facebook group. If you go to Facebook, search up Life in the Raw with Troy and Danny join our group there you can do the same thing you would as an email um send us any questions comments concerns reposts um you can engage with each other engage with us um the best part about it is you can post anonymously like we said before the way that works is you post um on there there's an option right you create the post there's an option to say post anonymously with that to protect your privacy, me and Danny do not use that Facebook page. Um, yeah, we, we use our use personal that. one, so mm-hmm. we do not see. We made a promise to not open up that Facebook page like that mm-hmm. um, to be able to look to see who posted what and what have you. So we cannot see that. Um, so yeah, you can do that on our Facebook page. Um, anything you want to add? Peaks and pits? Mm. Peak was... I got to see... My fellow? 
excited is that I won't get to see my fellow. For a while. For a little while, but um, yeah, otherwise. Um. Fine. You? My peak was spending the weekend with my guy, my sugar plum. You're my no. cupcake, um, drop, snuggle, spickle, miss yours, lean you apple, um, my, I, that's mine and, um, my youngest sibling's song. Yep. It's been that way that. since she was a, I miss a baby. Mm-hmm. I haven't talked to her in a long time. Anyway, um, my pet is I haven't talked to her in a long time. <laughs> and I just, just realized realize how long it's been since I've talked to her. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That needs to change. Um, oh, and also a peak. My birthday's on Saturday. <laughs> I'm so excited for my birthday on Saturday. Um, Saturday, oh, November 4th. I'm turning 29. So there's that. I have to work, unfortunately, but hopefully Danny makes it special. She always does killing me you always make my birthday special for me mm-hmm. you're so sweet that way you're so thoughtful that way <laughs> <laughs> anything else you want to add no all right so with that being said love ya see ya <laughs>